0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. What's up, prayer watchers? I am once again your humble host, Delta. It is only the Lord and the power of his might that we are continuing to come before you humbly and have our midnight prayer watch. So as anybody that's been tracking with me for the last few weeks, y'all know I have been going through it, (laughs) Uh, body attacks, and the enemy just not happy. I wonder why. Hmm, I get it. I know. (laughs) But I want y'all to understand that this is the season of testing, and we've talked about this already. And as you can see, we are pressing through. We will not be defeated. We will remind the enemy he's already a defeated foe. So we have work to do, is what the Lord said to me. He's like, You will not die, but live and declare the mighty works of the Lord. And this goes into our prayer point for tonight's watch. When you are out here, professing, proclaiming, sanctified, walking the life. Everybody knows who you are and who you belong to. And you know whose you are. Are you hurting, maybe unintentionally hurting your witness? That is our prayer point for this night. So are you hurting your witness? Seems a bit harsh, don't it? seems seems a little like okay what we talking about delta what is we talking about tonight well i wanted to just bring to our attention here that there are times where you are being watched (laughs) can anybody kind of just understand that would be standing agreement with me on that one there are times where you are being watched and we have to be mindful And what the word says about that, because there are people that are making decisions about whether or not to believe in us, whether or not to believe in who we believe in based on how we act, based on what we do, what we say, what comes out of our mouth, based on if our actions and our words are in alignment. So, one of the things that this prayer point this evening about are you hurting your witness, really started to just ask the Holy Spirit, like, how do we unpack this this evening? And he took me back to a couple of different things. There's a lot of people that are intentionally choosing to live like the world. I'm going to just keep it real with y'all. I mean, we do this a Midnight Prayer Watch, all right? Anybody that's never joined us before, we keeps it real. We're not going to walk on eggshells because that doesn't help you in the long run. But there are people that are truly making decisions to be like the world, but professing to be believers, professing to be children of the Most High God, the one true living God, Jesus Christ, or Yahshua HaMashiach. And in the same breath that they are saying, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. They are out here flirting with the world or sitting at the table with the enemy. And let me just make this plain for y'all. Like, I think we hear this all the time. And it was it was kind of made like a joke. Like, if you wanna find out who'd been in the club last night on Saturday, go to Sunday service the next morning. What in the world? <laughs> or or here's another one that I heard. Um, all of the freaky girls are in the church. What in the world? <laughs> in addition to that, there are people that are blasting church christian religious music on sunday and then maybe even while they're leaving the church parking lot they turning in (laughs) tuning in rather to drake or uh, who's the one that's out here now um that everybody's like up in the uproar about uh tyler the creator who who are these, all these worldly artists, okay? I'm just saying, as a depiction, you've got people that are claiming to be set apart, claiming to be part of the elect, claiming to be children of God and want others to see God in them and choose to follow them as well in, in making a decision for eternity. But on the same side, those same people are out here living, doing, breathing, acting, talking, speaking, walking, dressing, just like the people they're trying to get to come on their side. Where do they do that at? (laughs) Where do they do that at? How can we? We have to take responsibility for this, okay? As believers, as a body of Christ, we have to take responsibility for how we present ourselves to the world because we claim we are not of this world. We claim this is just a pit stop, okay? This is not my final destination, okay? My my home is not this world. I'm just a passing through. Anybody know that old hymnal, spiritual song, all right? But if we are trying to witness, which is what The word tells us that we're going to do, we're going to wash ourselves in that scripture in a couple minutes. And yet people are looking at us and like, why do I have to choose to make a different decision when you out here doing the exact same thing I'm doing? You sitting right next to me in these seats at this concert. You are dancing right next to me in the club. (laughs) You are right at the same table I'm at. When well, we are getting fed from the world, where is the difference? I'm gonna let that one breathe. And then in addition to this, this is kind of the what you hear people say a lot. I, I'd say it's kind of like a cliche, get your act together message. But the prayer point really was not necessarily the blatant people that are truly like, I'm just going to do what thou wilt, which we all know is satanic and a demonic concept in the world. So people can just live in their hedonistic desires and not be subject to the spirit, which continues to sanctify and prune you into the creation God created you to be. But there's another side of this. Are you hurting your witness? That comes with Being a believer, but your belief is not truly there. And Oh, this one hit me. Uh, And I think I shared this with y'all last week when I was saying that I was truly being like shaken and the Lord was revealing to me through this attack on my body, like, are you truly believing what I said about healing? Do you really believe that I bore that sickness and disease on the cross? Or are you out here just saying it, professing it with your mouth, but the true condition of your heart is not such. Now, only you can know the true condition of your heart. Nobody can compare what you say, do, act, decide, all that kind of stuff to what it should look like. And that's why there's only one judge. (laughs) But. What I want to encourage brothers and sisters in Christ, this prayer point specifically is for you, is that are you being real with yourself? Are you faking it yourself and saying what you think is meant to be said or, or what is the template that should be coming out of your mouth as a believer, but you don't really believe it? Now that is dangerous, very dangerous. And that's where the Lord was telling me like, you know, it's it truly is about the condition of your heart. And that's why I had to ask of like, search by heart, Lord, and know me, search it and know me. And if there's anything in there that I am not being honest with you about, not walking in true confession and repentance of, like bring it out, Lord, bring it out and, and show me where is it that I'm I'm failing, I'm missing the mark here so I can get this thing off of me. But one of the, the things that as believers we have to be very mindful of is if we are walking, if we are talking and professing with our mouth and saying this is what we believe, he is who we belong to, and this is where I choose to cast my lot, then are we doing that not just outwardly, but inwardly? Because the inward parts, only he knows that. Only he knows what you really feel, what you really think, what you really struggle with. And If you're hurting your witness by faking it, I'm going to just keep it real, by putting up a front, trust me, it will come out in some type, form, or fashion. It will come out in your belief system not being set on that rock and that true, firm foundation and somebody coming along and shaking it up and then next thing you know, you wonder like, wait, that person... I used to be doing, I used to be on fire. I used to do that. And then something happened. Next thing you know, you're not. Next thing you know, you're not. And I know these days, we do not want to be playing around with this willy-nilly double-mindedness, okay? We do not want to be playing around with anything that shakes our belief system. And The only person that knows what you truly believe is you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Only you know what's in that heart of yours. Only you know what happens in those thoughts that cycle through. And you're the only one that can tell whether or not you're hurting your witness. And it comes out. I mean, there's so many examples I could think of where I myself had to hold myself accountable Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being my helper in that, where I had to come back and I was like saying this and it sounds good. It matches with the word, but do I really believe it? Because if I'm talking to someone and they're asking me, why did you make that decision? Or what are you going to do when this happens? And I'm trying to explain the rationale behind it because as the charge goes, I've got a witness through my testimony, through what comes out of my mouth, and through my actions, and how I live my life. I'm talking to this person, and it's like, I'm trying to convince him of something, but I don't truly believe it. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. I don't truly believe it. So, of course, that person, depending upon how active they are in their belief or how strongly they feel about what they believe in, they could take me off my square. They could take me off of my footing where now I don't have that foundation. And then you get into this uh, where someone is recounting your story and is like, yeah, Delta was so on fire. We don't know what happened to her. <laughs> I'm not speaking that over myself, but of course. I think we have heard of these stories and it might be you that I'm talking to where you felt like I dropped off. Where did I go? I used to do. I used to be. I used to say. I used to want to. And now you're like, where did that passion, where did that connection go to? And I'm just here to encourage you, brothers and sisters in Christ, that Hurting your witness is not about other people. It's you're hurting inside. And so other people can see the condition of what you're trying to fake in front. And then what happens? Not only are you not going to be able to inspire and encourage others to find what you found in the way, the truth, and the light. But you yourself may be shaken. You yourself may be thrown off. And whew, I would never want anybody to be in this position. But this happens where people open their eyes and they look and they are in the world completely. In the world. People start off as so many, ooh, as so many people that you're looking at like, dang, this person anointed this, this person always got, always on point, oh, I could feel the Holy Spirit on this person and everything like that, and like, oh, great, years and years of this, and then for some reason, they dropped off. This goes back to what happened to Solomon, y'all. Solomon was what we all know was one of the wisest men, and He's very highly touted in the Bible about, you know, what he did and and how he ruled as a king and things like that. And he was so on fire. Y'all remember, he was so on fire for the Lord. So on fire and so connected, right? Everything he did, he was talking to Abba about, what should I do here? You know, making sure he's spending time and And that's why he had all that wisdom. And then at the end of his life, (laughs) at the end of his life, he turned away from the Lord. Now, how does that happen? How does someone go from being so connected to then at the very end, he lost it? I don't know about y'all, but that scares me who that scares me because it's like a continual process and that's why I say every day you have to crucify your flesh every day you have to you have to you have to you have to because you're working out your salvation with fear and trembling it's not just where i started is where i'll end you don't want to end where you started <laughs> when you start the race you don't want to just stand there and be like, okay, I started. Woohoo! No, you want to continue to run to get to the finish line. And if you lose the pace and don't pick up the pace, then you won't, first, may not win that race. <laughs> Second, you're at risk of not finishing that race. So I just want to encourage. Brothers and sisters in Christ, specifically this prayer point is for us. We have got to understand the true condition of our heart first before we can go out and try to witness. And witnessing, I used to always think was like knocking on doors, handing out (laughs) tracts. I was one of those kids and my grandmother was like, we going over here to go see the sick and shut in and go talk to them because they done miss Sunday service. And, and this would be like on a Saturday. I'm like, dad, I want to play outside today. <laughs> but I would, I was going through that whole practice at a very young age of just um the indoctrination of what witness is. But witness is so simple. It's everyday. It's when you open your mouth, what's coming out of your mouth and what are people hearing? when you make decisions, is it in alignment with what someone has cut from a different cloth and that is a child of the most high God would make a decision for? When you decide to not watch something, not listen to something, listen or watch something, is that also something that you are representing the fact that no, that's not, I don't get down like that because I'm trying to protect these gates, okay? <laughs> I have to tell y'all, like, I make that decision pretty much every day. Sometimes I'll start off watching something and then I'll be like, get that check from Holy Spirit. And he'd be like, nah, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to turn this thing off. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but you need to not continue on. And then you just get a you get an option, right? We all have a decision to make. Is you decide to keep going or not. But these are the little things, the little decisions that are affecting in our heart, our witness. And that people, like I began to watch, saying are watching and observing to see what are you going to do? Because if we're called to be witnesses, y'all, to the uttermost parts of the world, there's going to be a lot of eyes on us. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be watching to see should I even decide, should I even incline my ear to what they're saying, doing, acting, walking like? Because what are they doing? (laughs) Right? We're, We're obviously not the ultimate example, Jesus is, but walking in his footsteps behind him should be something that that allows others to see God in us. But if we're not inspiring <laughs> people because we are looking just like them, <laughs> we are walking, talking, dressing, acting, going to the same places, watching, listening to the same things, just like them, then who would want to do anything different? Who would want to choose to do anything different? Who wouldn't even think there is anything different to do? So here we go with the scripture, y'all. Acts 1 8. This is when Jesus was resurrected and was talking to the disciples about, <clears throat> they were asking him, When are you coming back? All this good stuff. And then he's like, Oh, don't y'all know? Holy Spirit's coming for y'all. <clears throat> so here we go. With the scripture, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all in Judea and in Samaria and unto the, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So, as we talked about <clears throat> being washed in the word and what we were saying earlier, we have. A great commission is what this scripture is referred to as. As believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, this prayer point is for you. We have a great commission to be witnesses unto Jesus, our Lord and Savior, in all parts of the world, not just where we live in Jerusalem, not just in our community in Judea, and not just in the communities that don't look like us in Samaria but other part other most parts of the world anywhere we go we have to carry the image the imprint the Lord has put on us because you never know who is watching talk about this we are prayer watchers at midnight but you never know who's watching and who is making decisions to incline their ear to say, oh, that is a little different. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. It's it's like a, an invitation, right? Is your invitation weak <laughs> to people because they're looking at your resume like, eh, man, I'm not following this person. I don't know what they got on this resume, but they ain't showing me that they have no job experience. (laughs) Am I helping somebody with this analogy? Or is your resume strong? And they're like, okay, I see you over here. Then went to Jerusalem and we done had a couple of revivals and stuff. I'm not, it's not that deep, y'all. But what I'm saying is, what are you doing about your witness? On a scale of one to five, how strong is your witness in the things that we talked about? And like I said, it starts in here, your belief system, because that comes out through other things (laughs) everybody else can see. Trust me, they can see it. Trust me, we all can see it. And if you truly are a son or a daughter of our most high God, then it is plain to see especially these days especially these days it is plain to see who you belong to and who you are very plain to see so i just want to encourage y'all again acts 1 8 take a look at it it is the great commission is that we will receive power from holy spirit i can't wait for that day Whew. I feel like it's going to be like a a pouring out and people just going to be on fire. I don't know about literal fire, but just like the spiritual fire going to be raging and blazing. And (laughs) it's going to be so much shifting happening. It's already a lot of shifting happening in the atmosphere. It was something that just started stirring up. So I'm just in this like, oh, Lord, we're waiting and we're seeing and we are. Preparing for your coming um, and making sure that we're found ready for your coming. But we've got to continue to be witnesses because people have decided, unfortunately, some of them have decided because of the actions that we have taken to not even heed the word, to not even see the signs, to not even hear the warnings or the writing on the wall. And we have to to be accountable. We have to be accountable, y'all, especially when you get good news, like they say, you shot it from the mountaintops. You get good news and you yourself like, oh goodness, I've been spared from eternal damnation and gnashing of teeth. Don't we all wanna win? Don't we all want to, to not like, okay, I've been spared. I want other people to be spared too. I want other people to feel And know what I feel and know now, too. Not just keep it all to myself. That's not how we're created to be. We're created to be connected. But in the same token, you and how you choose to live after you make that decision will inspire or will discourage people from deciding to make that decision, too. So we've got to be accountable and understand everything that we're doing is being observed is being watched and then in addition to that how are we acting living walking talking breathing dressing (laughs) what are we watching listening to is that of this world is it is that simple And if it is, we need to do some searching. Ask the Lord to come search our hearts and know us and help us with these areas that need to be broken off of us because we definitely don't want to be given over to a reprobate mind because we didn't get that double-mindedness together, okay? We're rebuking that double-mindedness this evening in the name of Jesus. So I just want to uplift that prayer request that we received this week and just stand in agreement with those specifically for this prayer point, those that are searching their hearts, brothers and sisters in Christ, right now to identify if their belief system is on that firm foundation so that they can continue the call, the Great Commission. All right, would y'all pray with me? <clears throat> father, well, I just thank you that it's your words and not my words that continue to flow through. Lord, I thank you that we are just not worthy. <laughs> that that you are just a merciful Father. And there's nothing that we could have done in order to be saved from the the destruction and the eternal damnation that was our lot in life, but that you graciously and mercifully saved us by grace and you had your own son die for us, taking on all of our sins, guilt, shame, and sicknesses so that we would have a chance at eternal life, Lord. And Father, I just want to thank you for doing something you didn't have to do, Lord, for looking down on us. For having mercy on us. Lord, I thank you for. The fact that you want to be. In relationship with us. That you want to be connected to us. And you want to help us. And Lord we need you. We need you in everything that we do. And. I ask that you would. Just search our hearts. And know us Lord. Whew. This is definitely a season where you are calling forth our true thoughts, our true feelings and emotions. And Father, I just ask that you would help every single person under the sound of my voice, not let it be my words, but your words that will penetrate into their spirits, Lord. Right now, bring forth to their memory, bubble up to the surface, any area that is not in alignment with you, any thought that is contrary to your word, any thought that the enemy has planted and that they have allowed to seep in and grow roots even inside of their mind, Father God, that is contrary to what you say about who they are and their identity, is contrary, Father God, even to what you have commanded in them being a son or a daughter of Christ and how they act and how they are making decisions in this world, Lord. Father, right now, stir up inside of your children any area that needs to be confessed to you, Lord, any area the enemy has gained place and has created separation between you and them, Father, reveal it, Holy Spirit, right now, so that they may confess with their mouths the sin that they are in agreement with or entangled with and just Give them an opportunity, Father God, to repent of that sin. As you said in your word, if we confess our sins to you, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Lord. Ask for that cleansing of unrighteousness to wash over everybody under the sound of my voice, Father. Your words and not my words, Father God. Your words penetrating through right now, not my words, Father. Let them feel your presence. Let them feel the tugging. Let them feel, Father God, even the uncomfortability, that part of their heart that has not been yielded to you, Father. Oh Lord, help your sons and daughters make decisions this evening, decisions that will set them free from any chain or bondage that they have unknowingly been under for you already said father god that whom the sun sets free is truly free indeed and we are set free through christ jesus our savior and i thank you father god that you are calling us you are calling your elect to be real to get our house in order, to get our stuff together and to get before you on our knees and know who you are. You are holy. You are the great I am. Thank you, Father, for time that you continue to give us to get ourselves together and to help others to have that moment that god encounter that you may get the increase send your angelic host down father god to shake up the spirit and the natural we love you lord we thank you and we praise you we honor you and it's in your precious son's name we pray all things jesus christ amen If anybody this evening is feeling that tugging on their heart, is feeling the Lord is calling them specifically. Are you the one out of the 99 that he's come back for? If so, then this is the most important part of our prayer watch is being able to receive the salvation. The salvation that comes with knowing who you are, (laughs) knowing whose you are, and knowing that you need a savior. And according to Romans, if you confess with your mouth that you are a sinner in need of a savior and believe in your heart, you will be saved. So you say this prayer with us tonight. This is the first step, the very first step. And we just ask Holy Spirit to move now for anyone that would like to say this prayer with us. And so our salvation prayer goes like this. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a sin. I believe that you sent your son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now and coming again. I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. In your name I pray, amen. Oh, yes, 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 yes. If you were one of those people that just said that prayer, we are rejoicing with you. Heaven is rejoicing with you. Your name is now written In the Lamb's Book of Life. And now it begins. (laughs) Uh, So if you all just want to continue to keep um, this fire, this passion, this feeling of what can I do? And just starting your discipleship journey, then we definitely encourage you to get connected into a community, a church community. Um, get connected to other believers we have ways to stay connected to us as well midnight prayer watch live uh, you could definitely follow us subscribe to us to get more details on that on our facebook and youtube channel and even reach out to us you know directly and see what you can do in your own community to continue the great commission which is now that you know who you belong to, now you've got to get connected to who he is and who you are, identity inside of him to then get that great commission going. And getting people to know what you know, it's all about just telling your story. So we just thank y'all again, Midnight Prayer Watchers. We appreciate your support as always. And anyone else that's tuning in, the second half of the season I know is about to be on fire. So stay tuned, everybody. And most importantly, stay watched in the word. Stay up, because you never know who's watching.